off again But it's the only way you're ever gonna learn You look back and it's all in the past Good morning and welcome to NUFC Matters for a, a rather impromptu show with me and Keith Patterson uh, with regards to the, the events that took place uh, in the last 24 hours. And I thought it was only right because of me and Keith obviously saying a lot about this takeover over the last 15 months that uh, it was only right that we came on and, and tried to put a little bit of uh, clarity towards the situation as we see it because Twitter... Although it's a great social media platform, uh, 140 characters is never enough to say what you would like to say. So, uh, Keith, morning. How are you? Morning. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Pretty good to see you. Thanks for, spend- yeah, thanks for spending a little bit of time with this. And I thought the best way to do this was maybe just knock up a couple of questions for you so you know we can, we can both get on with our daily jobs today. Yeah. And um, uh, first question I want to ask you is, do you think this is club and EPL jointly? What has happened or more than one? Uh, more one than the other? I think it's more club than EPL. I don't think the EPL has as much agreed to this. I think what the EPL has done is accepted that the club won't let the arbitration run um, until the competition action runs first. Um, the club were anxious um, that if this ran with a, with a panel that they couldn't change, that it could go against them. And people are saying, why not run the same arbitration off a year ago? But that arbitration in itself um, would be coloured by people that's worked for the EPL before. So I think by um, insisting that the cat goes first, I think the club took control. So for me, I've said it on the show many times, I think it's a good thing what's happened, albeit it's frustrating for fans and the club and the buyers that this has been delayed. But has it been delayed because the cat can run quicker now? Okay. Um, What's the benefit or the downside of the delay, Keith, do you think? The downside, the only downside is, is time. Um, the anticipation was that in July the, cat, the arbitration would run and that the cat would follow soon thereafter. So the downside is time. Um, people were talking about transfers and things like that, which is, is a little bit naive because whilst that's what you want happens, it's what was never going to happen. Um, so the upside is that where it was going to be a panel, some of them, including the chair, worked for the EPL before previously, and there's been rumour that his daughter still works with them now. Um, it now is going to be settled by UK court with no um, hidden facts. I mean, it's going to be transparent. Um, traditionally, a cat case runs in public. They've tried to get it thrown out in the field. They're now trying to get it private. But to me, Ashley spends so much money on this that he's not going to mess around, wait around and play to their game. What he's going to do is he's going to um, run it as a public action uh, in a cat and it'll be run by a law court, and this decision will be scrutinised by by um, by judges. So you're going to get a, an honest decision here, but what you're also you're going to get, you're going to get the juice, which is the disclosure. And I think that's what the fans maybe aren't grasping, that arbitration affords you no disclosure at all of any substance, and a cat case does. There's two kinds of uh, disclosure you can get. A cat, an early tribunal case, is quicker, uh, but if you get sufficient disclosure and the, the, the lawyers will insist on that, then you run it. It happens that little bit quicker. Um, a full competition action takes a few weeks longer, a couple of months longer, but often, often affords you massive scrutiny. But I think as soon as the legal people have got enough, they'll run it. And I think a cat will get that. How did you feel last night, Keith, when the, when the news came through? I mean, I, I was live on air with Holly, obviously, and I mean, she was visibly shaken by it, you know, and, and that's. Yeah. I think that in itself shows you, you know, the effect 
it has on supporters because we're all anticipating something major and hoping for, for the best news possible going, you know, into the new season. And then something like that hits you like a steam train. How did how did it affect you? I was spoke to Holly this morning uh, on a message and uh, I got I, I was travelling when it came through and there was umpteen messages. I knew something had happened. I knew it went into meltdown. Uh, but personally, selfishly, I was a little bit relieved that, that my biggest fear was that the arbitration panel would be filled with um, APL favours. Um, and, and I am a sceptic to things like that. Whereas you can't buckle um, a British or a European uh, competition case. It's impossible to buckle. Um, and, and the judge who's running the competition case is somebody that will get the decision done. He's, he's an outstanding judge. So I've got every faith that he'll bring it to its knees. So last night, selfishly, I thought, thank God, you know, the very action that I personally set up. I mean, you've got to remember, Steve, I've only wrote one letter. So it's, 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 not been bad, <laughs> it's not been a bad result from a bloke from Durham to uh, get a get a competition case into court. But, but I always knew this was the case. I met the club, you know, last year in October and told them that the only way you'll ever get sufficient evidence and disclosure to land this deal would be I ruined a competition case. And that's proven true. And um, it's, it's, I don't get any sort of self-satisfaction out of that. I, ju I just get personal comfort that um, it's not going to be, be marred by a cat case, by an arbitration case. It's not run properly. I think this case will hear everything about the EPL and it will be everything about the ESL. And I think I think the uh, European Super League is key to this. I think their desires and uh, the big picture coming out will show why Masters and Hoffman uh, deliberately held off Newcastle's bid. And I think it would have been any of the club, Man United, Liverpool, anybody, or Spurs in particular, using uh, PIF money to get this takeover, it would have been long done. I think it's just Newcastle, you know, seen as unfashionable outside the top six. Um, so, so personally, last night, I was thinking this could be this could be exactly what we want, and I think the competition action now um, is huge in that sense. The competition action affords something the arbitration would never give you. I think the question that I saw uh, most on social media last night aimed towards you, aimed towards me. Um, you know, I'm less qualified. I'm, I'm somebody who has, you know, uh, my ear to the ground, obviously, on the buyer side. You're, you're very heavily involved in the seller's side. Uh, yeah. The question was, what do you think this means for the takeover? Um, I think it means that Mike Ashley spent millions. And I don't mean one or two million. He spent substantial money to get a result. Um, there's two things he's after. And I keep hearing it repeated that he's after money. Well, of course he is. He's after the losses because if this was passed when it was legitimately put forward, he wouldn't have suffered the, the downside of COVID. He would have sold this club before COVID ever kicked in. So Mike Ashley's determined to recover the monies that should have been given last March, April when this was passed. He's now spent all these mil millions and he wants his money back. But the big thing he wants is to take over. And I've spoken to the club and the only show in town, the only deal in town that he's, he's interested in is the PCP consortium takeover. So what I think it does, I think it brings a definite action to the to the, to the forefront. And I think what will happen is, I think um, you'll see announcements very soon where the cap case is put into action. Um, and when that is announced, when that first um, investigatory meeting is set up, which is going to determine deadlines and dates, you're getting one day, one week, one month closer to disclosure. When disclosure comes, 
think it folds. I think it collapses. I don't think the EPL can run this case of disclosure. And that was my fear. My fear was if they run the arbitration without the cat disclosure, you could lose. That was always my fear, and I've said it many times on the show. Is there a concern or a, a likelihood that the cat case would would drag on? We wouldn't get a date, and it would be after the arbitration. No. Is that a possibility? No, not at all. Um, there's two kinds of action. One is a, 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 an anti-competition case. Then you can fast forward that and fast track it with a CAT case, which is an appeal tribunal. Um, the whole purpose of CAT is to do things quickly, uh, which is what will happen. And the next thing is is this action which we're running now um, is 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 going to happen. And, and I don't think there's anything in the way. I've spoke QCs and said there's nothing blocking this off for it to happen quickly. So for me, um, I think we'll get. I think we'll hear things this month about dates. I think I think Mike Ashley's pushed this back. Uh, by moving the, the arbitration back to let the cat happen. So I think you'll find out this month. Where yeah, because you, you see people say, well, is this a good move? Why are the club doing that, etc.? That's the reason you think that this has been done in this particular way. That's your that's your guess. I mean, reading between the lines, I felt that the, the, the statement from the club was was quite calm considering the news that had just come out. And yeah. that, that to me, when I, I sat back after the show last night and after I'd done my little live broadcast on Twitter, I felt, actually, that you know that doesn't sound as if the club are too angry about this. No, I think from, from Thursday, before I went to London on Thursday, I knew that this was going to happen. I knew things were going to change. And I put a message out to tell people that you'd start seeing things about the cat case and bringing relevance to it because it didn't have as much relevance when it was going to follow the arbitration. I put a message out, a tweet out um, on Friday on the way to London to say that you were going to start hearing about the cat case. Um, so the club knew from last week that this was all going to happen. They were very calm about it and I think the club are now controlling it. club want, um, they want disclosure and they want um, transparency. And you won't get either from, from an arbitration case. You'll only get that from a cat case. So this is what I've been shouting out since October last year. Get this to run first and it'll break it all over. Okay, I, I will. Have you got time to take any questions, Keith? Because there will be a couple yeah. of people who ask questions. I don't yeah. want to delay. I know you're a busy man. Darren Agnew says, "Why haven't the lawyers come out with a statement?" Um, the lawyers are busy doing what they do, and it's it's a little bit like um, it's a bit it's a little bit like in the middle of a football game. If it's half time or if you go into penalties, what the players are doing to concentrate on the penalties and concentrate on the game ahead. The lawyers are concentrating on. What an arbitration will and won't give, what a cat case will and won't give, and how the two things impact each other. And that's what the, the club have tried to do, the, the EPL have tried to do. They've tried to group these actions together, and they're very, very different. So don't worry about the lawyers. And people are chasing Nick DeMarc, what they do. Remember, he's, he works on the arbitration. He's had his case paused for a while, but he's, he's not stopped. He'll be sitting there working with the competition people, which is a totally different legal team, um, to see what they can get out, because they know that what they get via cat wins arbitration yeah okay um how do you think the how do you think this impacts the timing of events then you know this is this has happened i mean when we were in london on friday you said to me i think there'll be big news this week um yeah. and, and, and when you speak to me when you speak to me i i, I listen keith and i and I, it wasn't it wasn't lost on me last night when that news broke um but how do you think this is going to impact on the timing time of events? One of, one of the things the fans need to do is sit back and think of all the people who's been predicting dates. And all these dates we've had, this is happening this week, he's told her to get money ready, you know, all this. A lot of that's just made up. You know, it's, it's all made up. People are guessing dates. 
And the club, I've said all along through this, the club can't give you a date. The reason the club can't give you a date is because the APL won't let them have a public case. The club have said to me that if this arbitration ran in public, we'd have new owners. So, so that's what they've tried to do. That's what the whole protest was about. And if you can't get an arbitration in, in public, then only thing you can do is get a cat case in public. They could have avoided the cat if, they, if they'd uh, made the arbitration public, but they haven't. So what's happening now is the cat will run in public. Um, and, and you know, it's going to cause serious harm. Not just the Premier League, but it's going to cause harm to any disclosure of any clubs being part of a cartel. I think it will bring uh, trouble to some of the suppliers. Who've been lobbying people to turn the take over Newcastle down. I think there's some serious consequences for some big multi sort of you know, companies turn over billions uh, in all this. It's 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 like a game. It's like a game of who's got the biggest balls in that. For me, the Premier League have, um, have, have there's been a bunch of chances. And in terms of timing, your question, I think it's going to. Uh, I think you're going to hear things this month. I think the next two weeks you're going to hear hear news about what's happening. I don't think this is going away. I don't think this is going to be a October, November thing before you hear about the cat. I think you're going to get, I think it's all efforts to the cat now. And uh, when that comes, remember, the disclosure follows shortly after and that's that's where the trouble starts. I've had lawyers on here, I've got lawyers last week that have no competition experience at all telling me that, you know, it's going to be next year before this happens and that happens. But the truth is the club will work frantically to try and get this case over the line. And you know that, that's who I listen to when I listen to competition lawyers, and I don't listen to lawyers with no competition experience. But they've been second guessing that everything's going to take forever and a day. But I think you'll see the cat case move forward now. Roger says, Keith, if they can pull another delay out of the bag for arbitration, can they not do similar for cat? I no. know you did you did more or less answer that earlier, no. but I just want to reiterate that point. The ODT belongs to the Premier League. It's their internal system of passing the director's test, so they can control that. And the cat was to look at that ODT, but also look at the separation factor. And um, people are saying, why have the buyers not been able to provide sufficient evidence? That's quite mis misread, really, because the buyers have provided more than ample evidence. And PIF's lawyers offered more legal support to prove separation between state and the company uh, PIF. It was refused. You know, they, they've, they've lost that chance to do it. And... Um, that's going to go against um, the Premier League in any cat case. I think in any cat case, they'll ask the question, why did you not ask for more information? Why did you not allow the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia to prove separation between their state and one of the biggest companies in their, within their region? And the Premier League will have to answer on oath why, why they didn't want to listen to more information. So I, I don't think there's any comparison, but the other thing you can't do by nature uh, you cannot hold up a competition case. A competition case in Great Britain is to, to deem illegality. Um, all the actions that the club will levy against the Premier League are illegal matters. And there's a duty of care by government and by judges to stop that happening in Great Britain. And it'll be done, it'll be expedited, it'll be done quickly. Uh, John says, I'm supposed to be tossing walls with this takeover. You held your own on talks both. Thanks, mate. Tim Clark says, if we win the CAC case, does arbitration collapse? Um, a part two of the cat claim. It's a fair comment from uh, from Tim Clark. I think if we win the uh, cat case, I think you might see different people run the Premier League. If it, it depends how far they dare let it go. If they let it go to the end and illegality is proven, um, I think uh, Master's job and Hoffman's become untenable. 
because I think in any cat case, you'll see a timeline uh, whereby things changed when Gary Hoffman joined the whole operation. Um, there was an intent to get the deal passed. And then at the time he came, we, we did a, a timeline uh, with links to it. And it was, it was comprehensive. And everything showed that the time he was put in there by the big six, things changed dramatically. Yeah. Uh, Kirk says separation is a bullshit argument. A state is not a legal entity. The Premier League have to test legal entities. Of course, that is something which, um, you know, is, is cropped up. I've just done talk sport, as you know, with Simon Jordan this morning. He keeps rabbiting on about piracy. Um, but of course, nothing's been released as to why this didn't go through. Uh, and that's the whole point. Transparency. Um, I'm sure we'll show everything up, Keith. But uh, yeah, a lot of people suggesting stuff and putting stuff out there, including Simon Jordan, and has to be said on TalkSport this morning, but without any proof, unless they're getting told stuff by third parties. I talked to Kirk regular, so Kirk has just put that question, I talked to him regular, and I've done for several months, and he's, he's always on it, you know, he always brings a lot of good arguments up, and some of the stuff I've done, I've, that he sent us, I've run past the legal teams in the past, I mean, he once sent us a, about a 40-page questionnaire with 100 points in, we ran them all through, and it's funny because we ran them through. And one of the things he brought up um, hadn't been picked up, so it was all you know. It was a long exercise proving worthwhile. But what he's saying is true, and the legal people are fully aware of what you're saying, Kirk. And uh, it'll, it, it it would never come out in arbitration, but it will come out in the cat case. So fear not. All your arguments have been listened to and be considered. Yeah, a lot of people asking the same question as James Rose. Will PIF stick around uh, and keep waiting for delays? My my view is yes. Um, you know, they've waited this long. Why would they suddenly walk away now? Um, you know, and this this is all part of a big legal game of chess. And as I've said many times, I'm not a legal expert. Um, you know, I've never studied at the bar for years. Um, don't ask me legal questions. But what I can say is that PIF, for the last 15 months, I have told you that this takeover was still a potential takeover of our club. We didn't lie about that. I also mentioned on numerous occasions that if the takeover went through, Rafa Benitez was potentially going to be the next manager returning to St. James's Park. Rafa Benitez confirmed that at the weekend in a press conference that he was certainly looking at coming back to Newcastle if the takeover had gone through. So, look, we don't tell lies on this channel. We don't try to mislead people. I've seen... The usual suspects, again, on social media, come out and have a pop. And, you know, people bizarrely celebrating uh, almost the news that came out last night without quite understanding what it actually meant. Um, and that, ultimately, for me, um, just speaks volumes about those people who uh, are on the other side of that particular fence. But um, let's let's finish off, Keith, because both of us have got things to do. Um Anything else that you think is, is important at this stage for the fans to know about what's gone on over the last 24 hours? No, I think I think you, you need to understand that the club, both sellers and the buyers, are, are grateful to the fans for um, protesting and for going to London, for making the voices heard. Um, I don't think that's over. I think that um, very soon you might see protests taking place along the lines of illegality and of anti-competitive and discriminatory behaviour. Because what's happening in Newcastle could only happen here. It's not happening anywhere else. Um, and what is being done by the big six and by um, EPL, Masters Hoffman, a uh, bit of behind sports thrown in, is illegal. Um, and I think it'll be proven that. So let it come out. Let it all happen. As far as fans are concerned, 
what this will do, it'll divide you into two groups, sadly. There'll be the 97% people who want it and the 3% who don't. And I think you've just got to ignore them that don't. But it'll be best if that 3% who don't want it, just let the 97% continue with it. But I think now we are nearing the end game because I've said all along since October, you'll only ever get its closure or the bullets you need to pass this deal by a cat case. Yeah. And I think the cat case is about to run now. So, you know, it, let it happen. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I, I, my dream is that it would it would run and we can sit and watch the cap case from start to end because if it happens, you will have a different Premier League. You'll have a different set of football if if they approve. If a cartel is proven to be operating British football um, and it's been done with the, the knowledge of the EPL, which we believe it has, then I think you'll see a, an absolute shake-up in football. It won't be a fans-led reveal. It'll be something far greater. If that is live, we will be sitting watching it with popcorn, that's for certain. Big shout out to the sponsor, SpiderVPN, uh, skipsandbins.com as well. And also a big shout out to Jab and to Qtech. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring. If you want to subscribe to the channel, hit the Newcastle Legends logo in the bottom right-hand corner uh, for all your takeover news. Certainly over the next couple of weeks, I'll, I have a feeling it's going to be hotting up. Hit the Newcastle Legends logo, subscribe. It's free. Uh, all the content on the channel is free. Hit the thumb up to like the video. Important for this one, I guess, is click share. Click share to your uh, Twitter account um, or your Facebook account. Share it in your Castle United groups because I do really think this show, out of all the shows we're probably doing until Friday at least, um, Liam's of course tonight as well at six o'clock, um, are important because it's it's giving you the information that you all need and and, and want, and 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 it gives you you know people from both sides of the, of the deal, I guess, giving you an honest opinion. So our feeling is, I think summing it up, um, nothing to be too concerned about, nothing to worry about. This is a, just another move in the giant game of Newcastle United chess in this takeover. And uh, I'm afraid there's going to be one or two more moves to be made before there's a checkmate and eventually there's a winner declared. But um, as always, Keith, thanks for your time on the show. Uh, as I say, I'm back tonight with uh, Liam at six o'clock. We'll be talking transfers, talking uh, York City, I guess, looking ahead to Doncaster and uh, answering your questions. So six o'clock tonight, uh, set a reminder. Uh, that one is already set up on the channel. But Keith, look forward Liam, to seeing Liam, Liam's sport was today and um, I started speaking this afternoon. He's got, he's got some questions you want to ask us. So tonight, if you tune into the show, you'll find that Liam's got some answers as well because he's asking questions from some other angles, which we haven't covered on here. And I think it's wise that people just stay in touch with you and Liam tonight. Watch that show. I think it'll be full of stuff and I think there'll be a lot of questions. And I'll, I'll arm him. I think next thing will happen is he'll do an article probably tomorrow uh, covering all of this off. And then Friday we'll get together and chat again. But for, for fans' point of view, I would just stay calm. And um, I think the clock does tick in our favour now. And now I feel we've got control of it like we haven't for a while. I, don't, I had no faith in the arbitration. I've got every faith in this. That's great news. That's all I needed to hear. Keith Patterson, have a good day, mate. See you for the uh, Fab Four uh, later this week. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Again, but it's the only way you're ever going.